Welcome to Making Cash and Talking Trash. Tune in weekly to get information on sports gambling for professional and college picks. Our hardworking panel will share their personal plays to help you make cash and talk trash to your bookies. Welcome back to Making Cash and Talking Trash. Gentlemen, happy yes. Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Cheers to that. Salute. I'm Cheers to that. We've got a sp- special guest in the house this week. Uh, Producer Rick's on vacation this we week. we got the Godfather week. back yeah. in the house. Yes, he is. Yeah. Bonesy, thanks for joining us. Oh, boys, love thanks. to be here. Thanks for being here, Bonesy. Drink a little brown water and talk ball. Um, <laughs> You know, I feel like filling in for Rick, it's like a head coach looking down the sideline. His senior quarterback just tore his ACL, and he's got two freshmen that don't know the playbook. He's like, <laughs> I just got to play one of these guys because I can't play with ten. So, no, it's great to be here, boys. Yeah, he's, Good to have you, Bones. He's soaking up the rays, getting a little R&R. Yeah, Rick, we need him to decompress so he's not so wound up. Ah, maybe he'll come back with the tan. He'll, yeah. He looks a little pasty lately, like he's been soaking in milk. He's always so. pasty. <laughs> he does. He does. So. God, get a tan out there, Rick. And have fun. For, for the love of God, have fun, please. Well, boys, I know Bonesy wanted to start off with a little shout-out, so... Yeah, boys, you know, we all, you guys do a great job with the local stuff. Absolutely. And, you know... Through Steve's son, Bryce Shirley, who just finished his career at Creighton in cross country. He still has one more semester of track. I've gotten indoctrinated in the cross country world. Right? Right. I am as a cross country kid. Right. Uh, but Aspen Fulbright, a Pueblo West senior, she just finished sixth in the 4A cross country state champion. Nice. Incredible kid. But what's more impressive is she just committed to Iowa State. Oh, wow. So before I knew the cross country game, I had no idea. That's If you look at the CFP rankings... That's the equivalent of committing to Auburn. Wow. wow. Right. So great kid, great family. Just, you know, awesome well, to see you. Right it's great, great to see a local kid yeah. doing that for sure. And on that topic, 3A football finishes up uh, the regular season this week. Um, I know probably only South would be the only shot of making it. I think East um, will get in. You think East maybe will get in? Their RPI okay. is so high. high. And then West, obviously, Pueblo West. We'll start the playoffs this Friday. Yeah. Home uh, or, game, right? Yeah, home game. Excuse me, probably Saturday. Saturday, I think right, they, yeah. I think they play Vista Peak. Is that right? Yeah, that's the kid that everybody's recruiting. Okay. The dormant yeah. kid, the quarterback. He was a big Wisconsin lean, and now he's a highly touted. And, you know, it's great to see West get in. Obviously, it's a tough draw. Yeah, because if you win, then you got Palmer Ridge then on deck. you got deck. Palmer Ridge. Yeah, right. but you so. know what? Just great to get in. Yeah, that's exactly and, right. you got you got to get in there to have a chance, right. so. So, World Series, boys, congrats to the Braves, 4-2 to series winners over the, uh, the Astros. Dominant performance. Had two good ones last night because I had no runs in the first inning. Win right out the gate. Got to love that bet. And then, you know, I, I had uh, Atlanta win last night, so... That was, that was good. The bat they, started cracking, uh, didn't it? Boy, they? That, that home run solar hit, I don't mm. know if that ball's landed yet. Yeah. That was deep. That, was, that one, I, I definitely landed deep. in Oklahoma, but yes. it, like, it did not <laughs> land in Texas. I no, that was a shot for sure. But uh, congrats to the Braves. Moving on, talking a little CSUP. Speaking of dominant, 70-3 win at Fort Lewis last week. Okay. that's That was a statement game, I think. So at any point, 
you know, J-Dub's our guy. At any point, was anybody concerned when it was 56 to nothing at halftime, he might score 100? Yeah, exactly. Because I almost wanted to text him and say, J-Dub, you cannot score 100 on these guys. Right? Yeah. Because they're just getting, their whole mission in life is then going to bury you, yeah. do what they can to beat you. So here's the deal with them, right? Everything's in front of them. Mm-hmm. If they win the next two weeks, they win the RMAC because mine's... Western and Pueblo, one loss in yep. the league. Right. The regional rankings came out Monday. They're not in the top ten. Okay. But so they mine's, have to win the conference. Mines is number one. Western's number five. Okay. So everything's in front of them. It may still not be enough, but all you can ask for is, right, it's chip, yeah, chip, chip in the chair, chair at this right. time of the season. So good <laughs> luck sure. to the pack. They're playing well. You know, they're 34-year-old kickers out. So, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen a team have four different guys try an extra point? Because they had that at Fort Lewis. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. Oh, really? It was like oh, boy. fifth grade. It was like CJ. Coach, I can kick. I can. Because <laughs> it should have been 77 to nothing. They missed four PATs. Wow. Yep. Damn. Good to them. So, obviously, yep, the big game at home this week versus Mines, 2 p.m. kick. Yeah, I mean, Mines is talented. Uh, boys, my, my deal is this. It cannot be a pretty game. If it's a right. pretty game, Mines yeah. is going to win. Mm-hmm. CSU Pueblo's got to turn it into a dog fight, street fights, and penalties. You know, an ugly game, and then I like the Pack's chance. Got to create some turnovers too yep. on defense. Yeah, absolutely. Be the more physical team. Yeah, absolutely. All righty, CU two and six. Tough loss last week out of Oregon, fifty-two to twenty-nine. But uh, Bonesy, they, they covered and showed some signs of improvement. Signs of life. Obviously, Biscuit and I are buff, guys. Yep. Interesting stat. Oregon is 0-6 versus the spread as a favorite this year. Wow. Um, and, of course, Mario Cristobal, first and goal on the one with 50 seconds left, up 16, decided he needed to run it in versus take a touchdown, right? So yeah. That, I mean, but. Exactly. I, I, my daughter might listen, so I'll save my choice. For <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal. Signs of life on offense. They mm-hmm. changed the offensive line yep. coach. William Vallejos came in. It's the most impressive they've been on offense. Um, but it's like hitting yes. 17 in blackjack. It might work, but it doesn't mean it's the right decision. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did they hit 100%. 17 or did they turn the corner? We'll see. Yeah. Biscuit and I will be there. Uh, they get 10 and a half Saturday night at home versus Oregon State. Oregon State's 1-3 and three on the road. You know, Cal manhandled them last week. It'll be interesting because Oregon State now – is no longer control their own destiny in the north. Right. So what we get out of them, it'll be fun. I, I, Hopefully the fans show up because yeah. Folsom Field at night is always an incredible night. atmosphere, as we know. We know. So yeah, a couple of know. fans will be there, but uh, I like yeah. it. All righty, boys. NFL, some major headlines this week. Looking we'll touch crazy. on a few things real quick. First of all, thoughts on the Von Miller trade? I think it's good. Um, the reason I think it's good. I know Denver fans hate because they love Von Miller, and I everyone loves Von Miller, but it's good for him, for one. Now he's going to an actual Super Bowl contender this year, yep. the Rams. We've spoken about how we feel like they could be the team come you know, late December, January. Um, the other thing, um, you got to get value for Von Miller. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. The guy is – we should have done this probably two years ago. I would agree with I that. Two years ago, we probably could have got a little more for him, maybe a first-rounder, maybe a fourth-rounder. Mm-hmm. You know, a first and a fourth. Now we got a second and a third. Hey, take what we can get. His, uh, I think we max valued at that right there. So, I mean, I, I don't mind that trade one bit for the overall health of Denver in the long run. My opinion, and you boys chime in, I think this is setting up 
to get Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. The way that they're making the moves. Freeing the cap. Freeing the cap. Getting the draft picks. They have some arsenal right now. They have some ammo. It makes sense, and I agree with everything you said, Pete. It's maybe two years too late, three years too late. Good for Vaughn. Denver's one loss record at the end of this season isn't going to be impacted by this trade. Right. They are not Not good enough for Vaughn Miller to impact the game how he can at this point in his career. Yep. The Rams are. You get a big lead and force the other teams to pass. Now you've got Aaron Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller on the other side. And it's good for Vaughn. Is there any part of you guys that think the worst-kept secret in Colorado is Elway and Shanahan hate each other, and they traded him to a team in the division where his son coaches? Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Great point. Never thought of it like that. That's Yeah, I didn't think of that either that deep, but, yeah, that's actually a very good point. Yeah. But I think good Yeah, and, you know, here's my thoughts on Vaughn. Obviously, he'll be a Bronco forever. Oh, he'll retire. Incredible for what he did yeah. for the organization. He handled it with the utmost class, in my opinion. Yep. And we don't win Super Bowl 50 without Von Miller on our roster. Well, that's why he was the MVP. Amen. Yep. Amen. Absolutely. Now, there's a nine-year-old in this house that uh, was absolutely <laughs> crushed by this. Because now, he told me the other day, he goes, Dad, i got to get a Von Miller Rams jersey because the Bronco one's not good anymore. <laughs> so, I'll be on NFL.com hey, you guys know when you get traded, you, you have to buy your old jerseys in stock? Oh, like really? No, I didn't know. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Unless people buy them, like, you might want to help CJ. Yeah, right. But Bob can probably fit the hook for that. But, uh, boys, let's talk about the other the next couple. Rogers, COVID. Oof. Interesting. With, with two, his two receivers just coming out of COVID protocol, and now he goes on to it. Um, he partied and, harder and, on Halloween than Pete did. Yeah, I think. He, did. Yes. he took it to the extreme. Uh, I don't know. That was, that was tough to go past uh, mine, but. You know, I mean, you know, the thing is with Roger, I mean, you know, Jordan Love, let's see what he's got. But, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not in love with Kansas City this year, but I think they caught the perfect timing with Rodgers going out with COVID. And well, that number moved four, four and a half today. Yep. Exactly. You know. Um, and I questioned the NFL's protocols a little bit on this, but, you know, he was saying he was immunized. Immunized with basically water. Exactly. Right? Like we can, right. We're not even going to go down this rabbit's hole. Right. But, you know, he, I mean, I've had so much Tito's in my blood yeah, system. Right? I don't think I'm getting any. <laughs> the basal hate and Tito's were going yeah, to exactly. nine stronger than that. That's but, right. You know what? It just goes to show the moral of the story is you might like a number early in the week. But oh, yeah. now with COVID still being <laughs> a factor, you have you to wait. got to be patient. You got to wait. You got to be fall out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So last thing we'll touch on the NFL headlines. Um, obviously, Henry Ruggs, just awful story. Awful. Uh, awful. Thoughts and prayers to the victim's victim family. family that oh. was killed in this accident. But, boys, um, 156 miles an hour in basically a residential area. Um, I talked to a couple of our friends in Vegas uh, this afternoon, and uh, not good. Um, NFL has every advantage they give to these guys, too, with car services. Yep. Obviously, these guys can afford how many Uber and Lyft rides. You signed a $16 million deal. But I mean, at that speed, 156 miles an hour in a residential this car area. car went under hers. True yeah. story. Went right, I mean, right underneath the car. Right? We're lucky that there's not more people there. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Now, he is, it's over. Vegas you're, you're, Law, Nevada yeah. Law, he's going to do a minimum of 10. And his whole yeah. life's pretty much done for done. at yeah. 22, 23. Yep. So, it's sad. You know, and, you know, with the background of Jalen Ruggs, with, you know, he lost his best childhood friend right. growing up, which is why he always threw the three up at Alabama and yep. every time yeah. he scored a touchdown for the Raiders. Um, sad. I mean, just sad. I mean, it's, I, I don't want to harp on it too much. It's, it's devastating. And, devastating, for sure. You know, and I feel obviously horrible for the victim and their, her family. And Absolutely. Then, but, you know, more importantly, I mean, this kid just threw his whole life away. Yes, well, he did. Real quick. By one bad decision. Last time you guys had me on, we talked about the impact of NIL. Uh-huh. You give young people more money than they've, they've ever had in their life. Yep. yep. And decision-making becomes questionable. Yep. 100%. Yep. All right, boys. Broncos, uh, in spite of doing everything they could to lose the game, <laughs> the worst... <laughs> Time and score possession in the history of the league. 4-4, 17-10. Four, <laughs> oh, God, that was. Uh, at Dallas, 11 o'clock kick. Broncos getting 10. General thoughts? <sighs> well, okay, ahead, uh, let me chime in yep. because I, I'm definitely not sold on this Dallas team who's now 6-1. Um, they're better than the Broncos. Um, I'm sorry, coaching, everything, all the way down through it. Um, Dak Prescott, I mean, I, hey, man, that rush kid should get another shot, in my opinion. But you know what? You got to go with the franchise guy, Dak. So, um, I obviously, I don't think this is going to be a close game. Um, I have no lean either way. I'm not betting this game. I don't like it. If, yeah, but I, I just, I think away, Dallas, it's opinion. a stay away game for me. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing with Dak, I don't think he's 100%. I don't know if he'll be 100% the rest of the year. But, yeah, you don't have to be against that. So, obviously, things will look a little different on the defensive side of the ball now. With just not only Von Trey, but how many injuries they have on that side. So. You know what, though? After, you know, teams lose a big player like that, they tend to step up. Yeah, don't be surprised you know, if Denver, can, Denver yeah. messes around and this is the – they're so in this games. game late in the second half. So, yeah. if you had I mean, a gun to my head and said you have to bet this game – You take the 10. I'd take, I take yeah. 10. Yeah. I would not – now, nobody has a gun to my head and I don't have to bet, <laughs> right. thank God. But uh, – because you don't know about Dak. Is he healthy, right? And yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so many unknowns that that's why there's plenty of games to bet on. And you Pollard's running better than Ezekiel. Yeah. So, I mean, they got, they, got a, they got a two-headed monster in the backfield. Before we go to the Nuggets, let's be honest. There's two pretty basic dysfunctional outfits playing in this game. Cowboys are 6-1, and one, but you never know when Jerry's going to lose his mind. Right? right. And the Broncos, <laughs> God forbid. Well, 4-4 four because, right. four, well, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they play bad Strength of schedule, boys. That's, 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 yeah. that's pivotal. So, Nuggets 4-3 and three on the year. Uh, lost Monday to Memphis. Running it back tonight. I think it's about halftime, 56-55, Memphis. Petey, you got a you got an update. Nuggets were struggling early. Nuggets are up 64-58. Brought it back third. a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, they're they've outscored them 9-2 in the third so far. So yeah, mm-hmm. they're up they're up by, by six. I'll hand it off to you boys because unless a buff's playing in the game, I have no interest in the NBA. I mean, yeah, I I haven't watched much this year yet either. Um, you know, I think that they're Playing the best that they can without Murray again. Wait, we don't is know. Murray coming back? It's timetable's unknown. So Jesus it goes Christ. back to talking about it. But we talked about it earlier. Well, um, if, so. if they can just, you know, stay at a winning record without Murray, I think, you know, they're going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, obviously you have the MVP. 
Yeah, last year's MVP. Who's still? Who's still? And some of those guys are, you know, handling their business. Porter stepping up. Porter right? stepped up big this year so far. So, um, you know, I'm on the Nuggets tonight. So, <laughs> good luck. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Like, depending how long the show goes, maybe I'll I'll go into CJ's room and put a Jokic jersey on. <laughs> Next up, Abs. You know, Peter, this is your game, but I like hockey. <clears throat> four and four on the year. Won their last two. Just. Puck just dropped tonight at Columbus, 0-0 zero zero right now, midway through the first period. But this feels like a team that you cannot judge a week into the season. No. I mean, this is one of the best teams in the league. Well, they're, they're still the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley right. Cup. They were the pre, Before the season started, they were the odds-on favorite. They're still right there as the favorite to win the Cup. Um, you know, we get a healthy McKinnon, and this team is good. My question mark is still goaltending. I mean, That's I'm what I was still cracked over the groove out. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? What do you, you can't do anything about it. So um, they're right now. There's like Bone said, zero zero halfway through the first. Um, they're at home against Columbus. Columbus, very good team. But um, you know, Avs at home are going to be tough to beat. I see Avs sure. in this game. You know, in a close affair, maybe a three one. So yeah. I, I like the Avs in this game. And you know what? Once this young team gets healthy, they are. Young and experienced, and experienced enough, team. yeah. Talented. So I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they've got their playoff game. You know, two years in a row, they've gone deep into the playoffs. So I mean, I I don't mind. This is a good team. So I mean, it's they're going to overcome this goaltending issue and figure start it out. playing better defense. Yep. And you know that, that that's the key to goaltending is your defenders. Yeah. Right, the goaltender gets too much credit, too much blame. A lot, yeah. yeah. Too, and, and you're absolutely right. The too much blame part, I for sure. Um, because you know, without your defense, yeah. you know they got to be skating. They'll be good. You know what? There's not a worth more meaningless regular season than NHL hockey. Yeah, you're right. You I mean, get, there's no games. reason to play that many games. Yeah. And these poor kids, man. Exactly. Because they're kids. These are yeah, these are kids. Yeah. 18, 19 yeah. Years yeah. playing professional hockey. Exactly. All right, boys. Uh, we got two, and I'm going to add a third at the end. Billy Day bad beat of the week. God. Can I add one too? Sure. Yeah, I mean this. I'll just throw mine out right now. The entire NFL week. Okay, yeah, <laughs> what the he, fuck. Well, we're going to get to that in a bit. Pete, All right. But, I, I digress. Uh, I'll talk about the first one because it was the worst beat for the country, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You're on Florida State. You're getting nine and oh a half. Oh my god. They're down four. They tried the lateral play, right? Mm-hmm. And, and everybody knows it never works because on about the third pitch, number 76 gets it. He's got two gloves on. He's never ran 12 yards in his life. Exactly. He fumbles. He gets tackled. It, it never works. But it, this particular night, Florida State tries to throw it across the field. Yeah. It gets kicked around, and Clemson falls on Scoops it for a scoop and score. Ten-point cover by the hook. And I'll tell you why it was the – in my mind, one of the top bad beats of the year in, in years, everybody was on Florida State because Clemson. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. so that's a bad beat. But we have a personal bad beat for one of our players tonight. We do. Um, as you guys know, last week I had SMU Moneyline at Houston. Uh, long story short, SMU kicked a field goal to tie the game with. I, under 20 eight. seconds. I think it was eight seconds. Uh, yeah, under 20 I know. seconds. Well, I know I took him eight seconds to house it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so probably 16. Sonny Dykes decides to go ahead and kick it to one of the best returners in the nation that Houston had. And by the time he touched the ball, I was sitting right there on that couch. Yeah. Uh, when he got about to the 20, I said, oh, shit, because this 
I knew yeah. it was happening because there was one guy left to catch him and it was the kicker. Well, you could have drove a truck through that. Yeah. So, yeah. 102-yard kickoff return to the house. And, and all you got to do is get to overtime. Yeah. Just squib it. Kick it straight out of bounds and give them from the 35 because they're going to. The only thing you can't do is kick it to a dude who has eight career kickoff returns for a touchdown and try and get him in space. When you're on the road in a game like that, in the situation that you've been in, because SMU got down early. Yeah, they, they were down 14 back. nothing early. Yeah. They came back. Battled back. All you got to do, because you fought all the way back here, is like you said, get this game into overtime. The better team wins more often than not in overtime, and SMU is the better team. Exactly. What you, but And I'll give you guys one better. Not only did I have a money line, I also had him in a teaser that was at plus five. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh. I mean, if it goes to double overtime, yeah. you're good. But So, I don't know if you guys saw this story. And I don't know if this is a bad beat for the Texas Boosters, Steve Sarkeesian. I did see this. So, this is an all-time. I'm glad you brought this it up, This is an bro. all-time. <laughs> so, those of you who are listening, so Jeff Banks is Texas' special teams coach. He's well-known in the industry as one of the top 15 recruiters in the country. He's been at every high-end school. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if he can coach, so he's there for a reason. So, Jeff decides to divorce his wife and three kids and move in with a stripper. Whose name is Pole Assassin. That's her stage her name. Her stage name is Pole Assassin. See, so just because she dances go-go, it don't make her a ho-ho. <laughs> yeah, well, it gets better, Pete. So on Pole Assassin has a pet, an emotional support pet that everybody does, but everybody else is a lab. Right. Hers is a monkey. <laughs> true story. That performs with her on stage. Yep. Oh my god. This is all true. This, this is, is unfucking believable. On Halloween night, Pole Assassin decides to open her house for trick-or-treating, and the monkey bites an 11-year-old kid going for a Tootsie Roll. Oh my god. <laughs> so I just wish I could be in that staff meeting Monday morning when Sergeant goes, let me get it straight. Not only is she a stripper. Not only does she have a pet monkey, but you had to let it out on Halloween. <laughs> I mean, and now they've lost three in a row. Yeah, I mean, and, and Twitter just blew up with Twitter it. Twitter blew up. I mean, all the message boards, like A&M's message board, uh, OU's, they were just, it was unbelievable. I'm changing my fantasy football names to Pole Assassins. I want you to say yeah. Pole Assassins. Monkey Pole, pole Assassins. Monkey Pole Assassins. Yeah. All right, boys, we'll be back here in a little bit with Biscuits College Picks. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM. To get started, that is a n c h o r dot f m to get started. Welcome back to making cash and talking trash. We'll enter into the college picks section with the biscuit. Awesome year, 24, 16 and one, sixty percent. Uh, tough week last week, one and three, but it was a tough week, a tough card, and uh, still awesome, sixty percent. A bad beat, right? Yeah, I mean, we just talked about it. That's probably gambling. One play, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it's a break-even week. Yeah. So, just happens. So, boys, before we go into the Biscuits picks, uh, initial college football playoff rankings came out last night. 
I have some thoughts, but I'll open it up to the two of you before I chime in. Surprised a little bit. Um, obviously, one was a given. Oh, yeah. Shocked at number two. Um, wasn't really shocked at three. No, right now. I right mean, now. So I, I think the one thing I appreciate about this committee, mm-hmm. they rank the team based on November 1st. Right. Not what they project. And, yep. mm-hmm. and I would say this. What's interesting is if Alabama was playing any team ranked behind them mm-hmm. and it was a pick, everybody would take Alabama. Everybody. Absolutely. So, the entire world. The world. So, you wouldn't get one bet against them. And had Alabama not lost the A&M game, they'd still probably be number two. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. Alabama, yeah. you know, uh, I think the committee did a good job there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple other thoughts, but Bisk, Pete? You know, my, my biggest question mark of it was Cincinnati getting the six. Yeah. I'll, I'll touch on that. Yeah, I mean, you have to have Oregon where you have them, and you have yeah. to have Ohio State where you have them, because obviously Oregon, Oregon beat them head-to-head in yeah. Columbus. Um, I, I, w- I will agree with you guys on Cincinnati a little bit, but, uh, you know. So a couple things, right? 13 of the top 25 teams were in the SEC or the Big Ten. Right. So this committee recognizes brand and big boy football. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati cannot play their way in without help. Right. Their schedule, SMU is their best game left. Yeah. yeah. So they may have hit their ceiling. Now there will be some chaos in the Big Ten because Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State's still involved in the muck, but they can't get to the Big Right. Team. I think they did a very nice job in that right now Oregon should be ahead of Ohio State. Absolutely. If they're both 12-1 and one conference champions, head-to-head is a factor only if you have two teams that you think are equal. And Ohio State will be ahead of Oregon, right? Let's talk. Oklahoma's strength of schedule's all coming. Yeah, Bayless, yeah, exactly. yeah, State. State. yeah. They're back in loaded. An undefeated Oklahoma that's a Big Twelve champion is in. Michigan State is in for sure. The question to me is, I think Cincinnati's out. I don't see enough chaos to get them in. No, and, and I, truth be told. I'm not a little engine that could guy. I don't think they should be in. Yeah. Could they withstand it over the course of 12 weeks? Well, I mean, it's, just, it's the way you look at it. Go back a couple years ago with UCF. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, UCF, very talented football great team. Point, some yeah. Great players. Problem is, is they're not going to beat Alabama. No. No. You no. know, I mean, that year they went undefeated. They're not beating Alabama. I'm sorry. I know they were the only undefeated team that year, but they're not beating. That's when right. Jalen Hurt. and Yeah. I mean, it, they, they weren't beating them. Alabama has a playoff game the rest of the season, basically. Every, Absolutely. Every game is a playoff game. Here is the question. If there's enough chaos and the fourth spot comes down to a two-loss Alabama or an undefeated Cincinnati. Undefeated Cincy should get in. They won't. They won't. I know. I think that I don't disagree. But I mean, because you, cause you, the only lot, I mean, realistically, the only loss that they could take is against Georgia in the – in the SEC championship game, don't overlook Auburn. Mm. Yeah, don't overlook Auburn because I mean, I'm gonna. I think sorry, Auburn, Buff, but I'm overlooking Auburn. I don't don't overlook Auburn, but I just think it was interesting. I think the committee did a good job. I think they'll play it out. Uh, I don't think Cincinnati gets in. I don't think there's a pass. I do think Ohio State will end up becoming the cream of the crop in the Big Ten, and then it's down to yeah. Oklahoma or Oregon. One team I'd like to talk about real quick is yeah. Wake Forest because if they have the Clemson brand. And from oh, yeah. where would they be ranked yeah. at 8 no. So they're getting absolutely zero. Zero recognition. Zero love. Because yep. the brand. 
and the other side of the ACC sucks. It's terrible. Yeah. And that's what's going to hurt Oregon. I mean, Oregon is yeah. probably going to play a eight and four Utah, a seven and four Utah, a seven and five Arizona State. Mm-hmm. So that last week, they're getting no brand equity where Ohio State's going to play Wisconsin or Minnesota, maybe yeah. Iowa. So Unfortunate for Wake Forest. I mean, but their their biggest name that ever came out of there is Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I mean, the oh, Chris Paul is pretty good too. Chris Paul CP3 is all right. But, you know, it's a great point. But that'd be interesting. What is an undefeated Wake Forest? Where do they fit six weeks from now? Yeah. Right in the solid in the 6-7 spot? Unfortunately. Probably. So, Heisman, um, Biscuit's done a great job of talking about who the leaders are. I think there's a new leader after last week. In my mind, Kenneth Walker the third, five touchdowns on that stage. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. That was impressive. You know, I always go back to the the true root of the reward is the most outstanding player. It's lost that in the last 20 years. Yeah. Kenneth Walker is the most outstanding player. He is. That performance on Saturday yeah, was incredible. I mean, Five TDs. <laughs> he was, was a, I mean, he was unstoppable. Yeah. He looked yeah. like Herschel Walker out there. Yep. The guy that I was really hoping was my dark horse was Pluckett. And they, they lost last uh, week against yeah, that, the U. That kind of hurt him. him. Yeah. But I think Bones is right, you know. Stroud, Young. Stroud, Young. He's still even got to throw Coral in Coral there a little in there bit. Because of the Kiffin factor. Yeah. There might be a game yeah. Coral throws for 609 touches down the street. Yeah, right? very good. Could be this week versus Liberty. But right now, here's the deal. Kenneth Walker, much like some of the playoff teams, he is the only guy that controls his own destiny. Right. If they yeah. went out and he does what he's doing, He's the best player on arguably well, the most. Important. And it's a good it's good thing like it's now because now it's like it's gotten away from the quarterbacks being your Heisman Trophy winner yes. consistently. Right. Yeah. You know, it, now you know you've overdone right. some wide receivers. You had Devontae Smith, Smith last year. You know yeah. what I mean? So I mean it's opened up. So I mean it's the, the the panel is not clouded with it has to be a quarterback. Yeah. Or, you know, eight years ago it has to be a running back. You know what I mean? So it, they kinda they kinda go with Ebb and Flow on that. Sure. With everything else, and so I think this is the best time for Walker that you know it, it's kind of opened up to where it can be anyone on the team. It just play itself out in the next four weeks, yep. right? Yep. I'm gonna take a little different position. I think the committee wants Michigan State to be good. It makes Which that it makes that easy on the voters for the Heisman. Bryce Young is a great player, but is he really the best player? I mean, is he the best player or is he Alabama's quarterback? Right, he's Alabama's quarterback. quarterback. Right, mm-hmm. so. Yep. All right, boys. Uh, Rick's down there. I don't know if he's sleeping, having breakfast, having a cocktail. All <laughs> I don't even know what the hell time it is there. Sam, Colorado Cabinet Works, four featured games of the week. Not a great card this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we picked some games that have some value. Biscuit and I talked about it today. You got Michigan State at Purdue. I think that's a great game because Michigan State coming off an emotional home win against a dangerous Purdue team. It's Purdue at home yep. as an underdog in this spot. And let's be honest, Wake Forest at UNC, two months ago, if you just said Wake Forest is the top 10 team and UNC is unranked. You said, what are you on? Yeah, what are exactly. you on? Auburn, Texas A&M, the only matchup of top 15 teams. Mm-hmm. Should be a heck of a game. Those two teams can muddy the water yeah. from here on out. And then I just think there's always great when you have a service academy game. This one's in Dallas, Army, Air Force. The winner's going to win the commander. Chief, right. right? So yep. I mean, that, you know. 
It's at Air Force, isn't it? No, no it's, it's in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Nine, oh, and it's usually. early Saturday morning, 9:30 too. 9.30 Central. So it should be, it's an Air Force home game, but they're playing yeah. in Dallas. So. so, and you guys, just one thing you got to always look at, too, when you're looking on, especially betting, service games. Go under over uh, right about ninety percent of the games they hit the under. The total on this is thirty seven. I think Air Force, Air Force minus two, yeah. thirty seven. Yep, Air and Force now it's Air Force minus three and under thirty seven. I'm betting the under right now. So I'll tell you this: don't let thirty seven scare you, mm-hmm. guys, because it could be sixteen to twelve. Yeah, because these teams are like images of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, they run the same offense. What did I see? Physical Ooh, defense. Was it Navy? Navy won last week. Without completing a pass, yeah, they've done it five times in the last ten years. Five times without completing. That's unbelievable. That's absolutely certainly unbelievable. Certain, I mean, and, and they they play hard. They play they hard. Do. Yeah, they, they do. play hard, and you know, it's important to them. It means something. Absolutely. To them. If yeah. you ever can go to a Air Force, Army, Air Force, Navy, Army, Navy, I would. You know, I want to go to the swamp. I want to go to Tuscaloosa. I want to go to the Army. Navy game in Philadelphia. Hell yeah! I mean that. That would be, be incredible. That's a bucket. Mm-hmm. And usually that's it's snowing. It's a sloppy mess. It's what it's all I, yeah. I remember one year I was in Santa Fe watching watching that that game, and it was snowing, a blizzard. And I think the final score of that game was nine to six. Don't yeah. believe it. Don't believe mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I think, and it was it was uh, two touchdowns scored and one field goal made. Both, yeah. both yeah. extra points were missed. It's just awesome to see what those kids do. So, biscuit, let's get into it. Uh, good yep. week to come back. I know you got some some picks, maybe some games we've touched on. So, let's have it. All right, boys. First of all, first one going Wake Forest money line. That's at plus one fifteen right now. They're at North Carolina Saturday ten a.m. kick. Here's where I'm at with Wake. We talked about it. Think you know after these ranking games, these rankings came out. They'll have a little chip on their shoulder, and they're playing for everything. It's right in front of them, right? Um, I love the way this Hartman kid from Wake's been playing all year. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the nation. Yep, solid. Um, and if you look at what North Carolina or uh, Notre Dame did, excuse me, to North Carolina's defense, what Notre Dame did on the ground last week, they gashed him. Yeah, they gashed him. And one of the things. Not only Hartman, he's good, but Wake can pound the rock. They can run the ball. I just don't think North Carolina has enough to stop them. And Wake can score, score, score. We saw a few weeks ago against yeah. Army. Saturday. That was a track. They, they scored 109 points or some shit like that, Saturday. didn't they? Yeah. They, it was Come 70 on. to 56. It was, that was, yeah. it was the final score. Both teams Jesus. covered the total. Yeah, yeah exactly. Both teams covered the total. I so, like that. Just, think, I just how good would Wake be if Kenneth Walker wouldn't have transferred? Yeah, exactly. Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Heisman Trophy yeah. favorite left there. And here's the, another thing that I was looking at with North Carolina. I think they exhausted a lot last yeah. week in that game at Notre Dame. Yeah. And, you know, like Bone said, did you ever think that you would be talking about this game and Wake being the, the highly ranked team? No. Not two months ago? No. Um, you know, Sal, Sam Howell, poor guy, he's kind of had he struggled a little bit this year. So I'm, I've been rolling this Demon Deacon bandwagon, and I'm going to continue to roll it. Boys. I like it. I like it. Let's go. All right, this next one, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Saturday, 5.30 kick. Yep, Texas, Iowa State. Texas, over, Iowa yep, State. No, yeah. this, one's, this one's for Paul Assassin. <laughs> and the monkey right here. Um, you know, one thing, boys, what we've seen is what can Texas do? They can score. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of talent on that offensive side, on the ball. 
Now, on the other hand, they can't stop anybody on the defense side right. of the ball. Iowa State's catching their stride. They're starting to be the Iowa State that I think we thought they were going to be early on in the year, right? Yeah. I mean, Purdy's kind of coming along a little bit. Um, I just think this is going to be a high-scoring track meet. Your typical Big 12 game, typical. right? Because neither yeah. of them are going to be able to stop each other. Um, and so I just think this over at 60-and-a-half is, is a great spot to play. And right now it's at 60. So it's moving. Yeah, it's, moved, so it's, it's moved, moved down. So it's 60 and a half. It's 60 so. right now. So let's have your official pick at 60. Yep. So they're worried about this. They're worried about Texas special teams, obviously. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pole assassin, baby. Okay, hey, don't sleep on it. Iowa State could still play their way into the Big 12 title game. There's a they lot could. of yeah, yeah. They've got a lot. And their AD hates Texas. Jamie Pollard's yeah. very active on social media. I like that a lot. I mean, this could easily be covered by the third quarter. Could be. Yeah. The weather looks to be great, so yep. good. The next pick, uh, Pac-12 game, Oregon minus six and a half at Washington, Saturday, 5.30 kick. Biscuit? Like the Ducks in this spot, a um, couple reasons. Now they got everything in front of them, just yep. like we touched on with uh, Wake Forest a little bit. Um, and I still think Washington, even though, I, and I don't know, I was talking with you about this, Mullins. How they how Washington found a way to win that game at Stanford last week. Stanford just came out off a bye and looked as flat as they could be. Flat, flat. Yeah. God damn. But the Ducks now, you know, they're every game's a playoff game. Um, and I just think that they're way too much. Their offense is way too much. Washington's not going to be able to keep up with them. Because one thing about Washington is they struggle to put points on the ball. They board. like to control the ball. Well, yeah. like trade position. They don't have a quarterback. They, they well, don't. They don't have a quarterback. And uh, I agree, Chris. This is one. I'm only going to give one straight up pick, and this is going to be it. And I'm going to give it for two reasons. Number one, what you said, Washington is getting a lot of credit for their win over Stanford, and both of those teams are heckle and jekyll. Yeah, I mean Washington was down nine against Arizona in the fourth quarter. Right. So to the worst team. In to the, the worst team. Yeah. yeah. And Jimmy Lake, Washington's head coach decided the best thing he could do was call out Oregon's program players and coaches in his press conference when he said, we can't recruit the kids that get into Washington. Mm -hmm. We recruit on different academic standards. Yeah. So there's an old saying, if you see a rattlesnake in the rough, don't kick it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Don't I, even bullets some more. I know. Sorry. I told you Oregon's <laughs> own six versus the number this year is a favorite. A, this is a short number. And B... He gave them every re- – and what we know one thing about Mario Cristobal, if he, the only reason he won't – he'll go for two is he can't go for, for three. For three, right. It's yeah. the old Bo Schembechler, <laughs> Bo Schembechler. Yeah. right? So I love so, this yeah. pick, Bisc. Yep. Bisc, hey, you have a teaser, then I'm going to give one. Yep. So real quick, two-team six-point teaser. I like teasing Auburn up from four-and-a-half to ten-and-a-half at A&M. Just for the sole fact that's a good value at ten-and-a-half. Yep. Um, you know, Auburn had a big win against Ole Miss at home last week. I, I get it. I'm, I'm still haven't been sold on this A and M team, even with the upset win against Alabama, because um, I think Auburn's catching stride a little bit now too. And Bo Nix, for as much shit as he catches, he's still a hell of a player, a and he still leads this team. So like them um, for team one of that teaser, and then this is the other one, Fresno State, basically teasing them from minus six to a pick 'em at home versus Boise. Um, you know, this Fresno State team, not a lot of people, they don't get a whole lot of notoriety all year. 
But, you know, beat UCLA in the Rose Bowl. Played Oregon tough. Uh, game one of the year. Was it game one or game, game two? two. Game two. Should have won the game. Should have yep. won the game. Um, and I, I've liked this Fresno State team all year. So, uh, there's a two-point, six-team teaser, boys. I like when Boise's not at home, you play against them. Exactly. Like and especially this is a down Boise. This is a down. So, this yeah. is not Boise of the brand. Right. You know. How about Fresno's quarterback, Washington, ran him out. Kim oh really? Washington He's trying me. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, Jimmy Lake. Yeah, yeah. Call out Oregon. So I've got it. I got. I like Oregon minus six and a half. Like I said, mainly before because you just you can't out Oregon Oregon and Jimmy Lake tried to do it. Right. You just can't do it. Then I have a teaser. Obviously, I like taking Oregon down to point five. Right, mm-hmm. six and a half. Lance Leopold at Kansas. They're offensively, they're pretty good. Yeah. And they showed up versus Oklahoma. They got K-State at home. You can tease that up to 30. To Kansas plus 30? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, In a rivalry game. In a rivalry game. And they're efficient on offense. I don't want to say they're good, but they're not the Kansas of old. Right. So tease them up to 30. And then you got Shiano. You can tease up to plus 18 at home versus Wisconsin. Ooh, I really like that, too. You know, you tease Rutgers up to 18, KU up to 30, and just say Oregon win. Yeah, exactly. So that's my teaser. I love uh, it. The producers down there uh, trying to catch something in Aruba. <laughs> Five three and one on the year, sixty three percent. Last week he had Troy getting eighteen versus Coastal Carolina. The producer Rick does know you don't have to pick the Coastal Carolina game. Yeah, he's picking. Does he know there's one more? He's game? been on the Milwaukee. He's been show. riding it though, and yeah. he's been hitting. So yeah. that's why he just. Hey, he was riding his horse. I don't mind him on that. Troy played out of their minds. Yeah. They did. And you know what? Coastal lost the week before when the, yeah. the star was off their, you know, the shine was off their star. So he didn't hit. Coastal barely won. Uh, we're gonna give him a couple weeks off on the fade pick. Yeah. Um, unless he reaches out, and we're gonna give him a retrieve unless he gets some service down in Aruba and yeah. says, <laughs> says, "Hey, let's go." Uh-huh. So, all right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with pistols and we'll, a uh, Oh, sorry. Just real oh, quick. We'll recap, oh, yeah. the, we'll yep. recap the college so picks. That's, again, that's why that's the freshman right. quarterback. God <laughs> damn it. That's not the play. Yeah, I got you. No, we'll so let's recap Biscuit's picks. We got Wake Forest Moneyline um, at North Carolina, Saturday, 10 a.m. kick. We got the Texas-Iowa State over 60 points. That's Saturday at 530. Um, and then you got Oregon minus 6.5 at Washington. That's a Saturday 530 kick as well. And a 6.2 team teaser is tease Auburn up from 4.5 to 10.5 at Texas A&M Saturday at 1.30. And Fresno minus 6 to a pick at home versus Boise Saturday at 5 p.m. kick. And then uh, the Godfather's two picks, he's got Oregon. He agrees with Biscuit on the Oregon minus 6. And then your other one, Bonesy, was? Teaser, tease Oregon down to basically plus a half. KU tees them up to plus 30 and tees Rutgers at home to plus 18. Ooh. There you have it. Tasty. We'll be right back with the NFL picks. Welcome back to Making Cash, Talking Trash. NFL time. And I I think sometimes when you go to the bench, it changes the whole mojo. So I think the fill-in producer, host, slash slap, is going to turn the cards for Peter this week. So Peter. Come on. I hope so. I'm blaming my week last week on Jason. Yeah. See being yeah. the guest. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Frickin' Allen. <laughs> the best player. But nobody did. But Jess was the only one last week yeah. to yeah. be good. Jess is, Jess is like Belichick. She's just invincible. Yeah. So, right. Peter, 13, 17, and 1 on the year, 
Last week, Owen, Owen set our one in seven on teasers. <laughs> one in seven on Let's teasers. Just get that right. Um, and I will say, as a loyal listener, part time. Last week you said if I lose another teaser, I'm not going to have one. Well, we're going to extend that one. No, that was two weeks ago, okay. and I hit one. Okay. Check out to yeah number four on his list here. Yeah. So <laughs> see what that uh, is. It's just uh, time, and I think you know what. <laughs> Tides will turn. The Jets beat the Bengals. With a kid that nobody other than his parents could knew he was an NFL quarterback. So well, some some jabroni bet a thousand dollars he'd lead the league in passing and won a hundred and twenty five thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, like that's not. Are you crazy. shitting me? Like you're, shitting my dick? You're just, it's just crazy. So Peter, I think you've got uh, three plus a teaser this week, right? I got three plus a teaser every week. Yep. We're gonna do it again, you guys. I am looking for a bounce back like the teams I picked this week. So, I mean, we are both uh, – the thing that I have in common with the games I picked, um, we are both uh, on a dry spell. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm looking for bounce backs from the teams and for myself here. So, um, last week was tough, guys. I got nothing to say. I mean, it was bad. Um, well, I you don't know. What? Listen, I, I know for a fact Vegas made a killing on Sunday. They did. Kill. And, and just so you know, our bookie had his best week of the year last week. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Killing mm-hmm. last week. You know, I mean, I said, well, fuck, you can pay your mortgage for what biscuit and I paid you. Yep. <laughs> and my wife, who never loses, had to pay him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's how you know it's bad. That's how you know it's yeah, a bad. And the week. Wife, mm-hmm. when, when the wife she has- collects every single week, and she had to pay him. Yep. They don't build those buildings on winners. Sometimes yes. it happens, right? Amen. But we're going to we're going to take down a building this week, Peter. We'll so bounce back and we got the first pick Sunday a.m. Sunday 11 a.m. kick. Baltimore minus six at home versus the Minnesota Vikings. Couple couple reasons I like this game. First first reason I like this game is Baltimore had a loss two weeks ago. They're coming off a bye. Okay, Baltimore runs the ball. Minnesota does not defend the run. Mm-hmm. Minnesota has one of the best secondaries in all of football. They've shown it every week. Bad coaching. So I mean. Minnesota's got a whole wrecking ball of bad shit. They've lost all their games. The only game they the worst loss they've had this year is by four points. Yeah. Okay. That's about to change because I think the team is starting to be a little they're not buying into this coaching. This whole coaching, this whole entire coaching staff from Minnesota needs to be. You think Zimmer's gonna be on the block or on the hot seat? Has to be. I don't know I how he cannot be. I mean, how how can he not be with if you watch last week's game, the only reason they lost was purely coaching. Yeah. That was mismanagement of time, mismanagement of play calling. I mean, it was it was just, as a Vikings fan, that was just frustrating. Shit. Yeah. It was frustrating as shit. Sure. Now, I like Baltimore at home, less than a touchdown, coming off a bye. You know, and they're, they're a running team against a not very good, like the 28th best running defense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give me Baltimore, minus six, ship it, let's go, four stars. Love Charlie, it. that's for you. <laughs> short, short week on the road is always tough. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Pick after number, a bad loss, after too. a bad loss. Mm-hmm. So pick number two, Cincinnati, who lost to the Jets, and we don't know why. Minus three at home versus Cleveland Sunday, eleven o'clock kick. This is going to be your close game. Now the thing I like here is I like the Bengals. They're at home. Okay, right now the lines are at two and a half on that. So two and a half, three, doesn't matter where you're getting that. I like that. You got the home. They're basically calling this game a straight up because Cincinnati, you're going to get three, three and a half in the NFL 
for being just the home team. Right. So now that the stadiums are full again, packed up. Yeah, I like Cincy in this spot. I think Joe Burrow's going to have a little better week than he did last week against the that tenacious Jets defense, guys. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what? Bounce back, bounce back, bounce back. You know what? I feel like this is a good spot for the Bengals at home. The other thing I'll add to that is – I think Cleveland's locker room's a mess right now. I don't know if you guys saw today. With OBJ, he's excused. He's not playing. No, well, he he would probably play, but he was excused from practice today for quote unquote personal reasons, guys. Not involved. It's a mess. It's It's, it's, yeah. Well, OBJ's dad is tweeting that his Baker's not throwing the ball to his kid. I mean, come on. It's like high school drama. Christ, yeah. This. I mean, that's like. Hey, I saw one of CJ's like. I saw the biscuit tweeting that CJ's not getting a pill. Yeah, footballs. I mean, that was that was. (laughs) Which I never will. (laughs) No, I kill you, but that's a good point. And hey, if. Well, the worst personal foul call in the world doesn't happen at the end of that Bengals Jets game. The Bengals yeah. have oh, a shot. They yeah. maybe get a maybe win. I mean, you, you whatever. Know. I mean, they should have never been that close with the Jets. Anyways, that was a wake up call. Yeah. I mean, and I'm you're right. absolutely right. The worst personal foul that was never called. I mean, they're calling guys for like legal hits and calling personal fouls. Like I watched so many like hometown bullshit calls this week that. It just blew my mind last week. Yeah, I'm like officiating all year in the NFL. It's We've terrible. talked about We've it. Talked it's been about it. I, I like it. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like haze on the officials, but I mean, when it starts to be like blatant, you're like, come on. Yep. All right, game number three, Sunday, two o five kick. The Los Angeles Chargers got it right for the first time. Minus one and a half at Philadelphia. Peter. Um, Jalen Hurt or uh, Jalen Hurts versus uh, Herbert. Yeah, I'll take Herbert. Um, you know what? I think they just got more. It it you got this under. I mean, at a point and a half, basically a pick 'em game. Basically a pick 'em game. Um, I'll take the Chargers. It's just a better team, front to back, up and down, left to right, coaching. However you want to do it, the Chargers are a better team than Philly. I know Philly's at home. But, I mean, I just think this is a spot Chargers get coming off of a loss that, once again, shouldn't have happened. Um, but they did, you know. Huge bounce back. They got to get off the map. They, because... they have to because they, they got because slowly but surely, Kansas City is climbing back in. Exactly. So exactly. They, they, had, they had their foot on Kansas City's throat, mm-hmm. and all they had to do was keep winning. Now they've been playing sloppy games. I mean, oh, this, is a, this is the perfect bounce back from a team that absolutely has to have it. They got beat by the Patriots last week at home. Um, Patriots traveling across the country. In the, the NFL traveling across the country is nothing. These guys are used yeah. to it. They've been doing it all through their college. That that is not a thing. The problem is, is that you let you let Mac Jones and the Patriots come in at home and beat you. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, this is a bounce back, boys. One thing, real quick, on the AFC West, like Pete brought up. Don't let KC back into it if nope. you're the Chargers because they can't. Broncos, we obviously know that, but the, the Raiders are obviously in turmoil, and I think that's going to come back to bite them a little bit. So, yeah. well, of course, with the coaching and now this yeah. Ruggs issue, I mean, you know what? Jalen so, Ruggs was liked by his entire team. The kid made a bad mistake. I, I, actually, a horrible, horrible right. mistake. I'll just say this about the Raiders: the Gruden issue, the Ruggs issue. 
that is just who the Raiders are. Dysfunctional. Yeah, that outfit, but they're not talented enough to overcome it. I eleven and six, Kansas City's going to win the AFC. You're exactly right. You watch, they're going to they're going to win it. Well, and unless unless the Chargers right the ship, which this is the reason why I'm banking on them this week. Now, I mean, yes, because you have to win this game. They have to win this game. They don't have they don't have a choice. Afford to lose, exactly. So they have to go into Philly and win this game. So that's why I'm banking on the Chargers. Love it. All right, Uh, the teaser six point three team teaser this week. Peter, we got teased Dallas down to minus three and a half at home versus Denver. Raiders plus tease them up to plus three and a half at the Giants. And then tease the Rams down to minus one and a half versus the Derek Henry Liss mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans. So here's what I like about this teaser, guys. For one, Denver, you know, Von Miller gone. I said I'm not sold on this Dallas team, but I think they're so much better, especially at home against Denver. You get this under four points, yeah, jump all over that. Raiders, I know they're in dismay, and the Giants are coming off a big win, but also you're getting loss. the Raiders, who's a much better Giants team. Giants coming off a Giants, Giants coming off a loss, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Giants coming off a loss. But Raiders, you get them to plus three, um, yeah, they're just a better team than the Giants, and hopefully they come together and play for their coaches, teammates, every all the turmoil. But I, I do like the Raiders in this spot when you can get them to plus. Yep. Yeah, and, and you know, be just on that. You're getting three in the hook, regardless of who the teams are. A lot of games in the NFL are three or less. Yeah. So I mean, I don't care. Yeah. If you have two kind of average and one shitty team playing. It's probably going to be a three point game either way. So and I like I like the average team in, in the Raiders in this spot. Yeah. The other one, I I love this. I actually might tease this this game with multiple options on different things. I was thinking the exact same because thing. I mean, you get the Rams who have been adding to their team. To minus one and a half versus our Titans, who just lost their entire their offense. Yeah, they lost their heart. Yeah, because Ryan Tannehill, in my opinion, is just as bad as Kirk. Fuck, Kirk Cousins, and I probably know Julio in this game either. Yeah, right. and and I hey, just so you guys know, I'm trying to check the f bombs because last week they said it was an all time high of like 58. <laughs> so I'm trying to check it and trying He's to keep it under job. five. But in, in case Emma listens, because she yeah. likes she likes <laughs> she listening. likes to listen, make sure her dad's actually. So and I, for Emma, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep that in check. You know, Pete, I don't hate a teaser with the one pick I'm going to give, but you tease the Rams to minus one and a half. Yeah, take the Ravens to a pick. Yeah, I take Pittsburgh on Monday night to plus a half. Love it. I was thinking a good dance partner with uh, this would be with the Rams would be the Ravens. Yes, yeah. just in a two teamer. There, there, there yeah. are so many options when you can get the Rams to one and a half. I think that is a spot. Rams are going to come back and win this game. Now they're they're on their. This is where a team is now going to start hitting its stride. So this team is just going to start moving the ball. They're going to start pouring points on. Um, I like the Rams multiple ways with teasers this week. Hundred percent. And any time that you get these teams in the NFL that are six to seven point faves, and you can tease them down to basically a pick them like the Rams Let's and the go. Ravens, I think that's one of the best ways to bet the NFL. Absolutely. You give, me, you give me three home teams: the Rams, the Ravens, and the Steelers, mm-hmm. and you get them down under two. I like, and it. they're the better team at home. Yep. And then you look at the circumstances. Tennessee's without Henry. Justin yep. Fields, he's hit or miss, but you Steelers are the Steelers. Right. Yeah. And then the Ravens with the bye week, Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's to me, that's the play of the week. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I like yep. it, Pete. I like it. So the wife, the wife, we said she she always collects. She had to pay last week, but she's six and three on the year, sixty seven percent. She still won. Yeah, of course she did. did. She had the Titans yeah. minus one versus she, the Colts. She probably bet a couple of my plays, and that's yeah. why she lost. That's why she. Had to I, pay. You know what? When did I turn into what's his name from Book It Sport? Trent from Book It Sports. I'm now the fade god. Yeah. What the hell, Trent? I'm I'm coming after you because <laughs> yeah, I can't. But I'm I'm, I'm going back to. Back to pistol this week, and I'm gonna start giving you guys winners. I'm telling you right now, worth his pistol goes seventy five percent this week. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I think I, this like, this might be my four and only. I like it, Pete. I like, it. but let's walk before we run, right? I coach you in college. <laughs> we don't have to smash driver on everything. Ah, jiggy, you gotta just get jiggy with that wedge, bones. That's why I got a bottle of brown water. Jess's pick this week: Bills, Jaguars over forty eight and a half. I like this pick because Jacks. Here's the thing: Bills are the Bills. They're going to throw the points on the board. They show it every week. They don't get shut down. They're never under 20 points. You could get you could get the Bills scoring 40 points in this game mm-hmm. against the Jags. And you know what, Trevor Lawrence? They're kind of starting to find a little rhythm. They're starting to put some points on the board. They're getting a little chemistry with this rookie quarterback. This Trevor Lawrence kid, have you guys ever heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Dabble right. Sweeney has. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dabble loves him. Yeah. Yeah. He's no, good. but you know what? I really like this play. Um, you know, she is literally the bright spot of our group at 67% on the year, guys. I mean, that's she's six and three. The one the and she should be six and two, but she got cocky and gave that three team par, parlay. Yeah. She didn't do a teaser, she yeah, gave parlay. a parlay because right. she was thought she was invincible. Yep. So she's like, I'm going to hit everything. And that was the one week where we had the most female listeners because she was on such a, it's a roll. Yeah. yeah. And then she gave that parlay. And so I got to say something off topic, but on topic. If you told Renee, I'll give you $1,000 to tell me what an over-under is, you can keep your 1000 So not only the fact that Jess knows what it is, but then is playing it in a game that has a probability to hit is impressive mm-hmm. as fuck. No, so let me let me tell you something, folks. So, you know, let me just give you the dynamics of this podcast. So we kind of talk throughout. We talk every day. And we got a little group string. And, you know, um, we chit-chat about games. We chit-chat about what's going on in bad NBA. Everything going on in life, too. Yep. So we talk about everything going on. And Jess is sitting there. When we give picks, she's the last one. She's the last one to give her picks. Because we got we to get them in... Uh, Wednesday morning, so we can be prepared for tonight. You know, you guys, we don't just slap this together. It seems like it with the way I'm picking, but we actually do research our stuff. And she's the last one. And I asked her, babe, why are you always the last one? Other than last week, because she jumped on Tennessee. Right away. I mean, bam. And, well, good good pick, Good call. But she's the last one because... She's looking at against the spread. She's looking at home and aways. She's looking at what the records are, who's in, who's out, what's COVID. And, you know, guys, we put this podcast out on Wednesdays. That's pretty tough in this COVID era when yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you get a quarterback going out. You get two, two top wide receivers going out. That's tough in this day and era when you're giving picks four days before you got to actually give the pull the trade. Amen. Worse than ever. Worse than so I, I'm not justifying. I've been terrible for you guys this year, but you know what? I'm not even halfway through yet, and I'm going to get better. Pete, a good week this week, and you're back right in the I'm right, right in there. So uh, let's recap it. I'm going to give one. I've kind of touched on it. I really like the Steelers at home Monday night, minus six and a half versus mm-hmm. the Bears. I think the Steelers have kind of found their stride. Tomlin has faked his last field goal for a bit. So, uh, you know, it's, Steelers – 
They've had three coaches in like 30 years. They are an organization that does it right. They're fundamentally sound. They handle things. And just at home versus a rookie quarterback, I, I like them. So uh, let's recap it. I, I, here's the you deal. Know, I, I want to go into one thing real quick, though, okay? Because I'm going to give a little shout-out to uh, Mrs. Allen, and I'm going to give a shout-out to my wife. For two flipping years now, I've been trying to go viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Trying, I mean, you know, and we're doing, I, I feel like decent, we're getting 800, 900 views on our videos. You okay. know, we just give pics and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife and, and Lori decide to, you know, for Halloween, they decided to do Justin Timberlake and Andy Samberg dick in a box, mm-hmm. right? So they post their little TikTok video of their, you know, before we go out, they do their little thing. Sunday morning, I'm sitting there watching, watching, watching. They have 350,000 views on their wow. video. No shit. They have eight, over 8,000 shares of their video. And they have over 11,000 likes on this one video. That's now, impressive. Very my daughter, impressive. I come down the stairs. My daughter goes, so I hear you're a little jealous of mom. And I go, uh, no, I'm very fucking jealous. <laughs> I've been trying for two years to go viral. That's three shows. The under can still cover. Now I'm still mad. She, uh, she goes, uh. she doesn't even have a TikTok, but her video goes viral. Guess now who's on TikTok? Your wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because she went viral. Uh, Pete, money loves money. Unbelievable. That's right. So I'm going to recap it, boys. The pistol, this is his week. We have. 11 a.m. Sunday, Baltimore, minus 6 versus the Vikings. 11 a.m. Sunday, Cincinnati, minus 3 at home versus Cleveland. Sunday, 2.05, the Chargers, minus 1.5 at the Eagles. 6.3 team teaser. Dallas, down to minus 3.5 at home versus the Fighting Fangios, the Raiders plus three and a half at the Giants, and the Rams minus one and a half at the Titans. As Biscuit said, don't be afraid to have the Rams and Raiders and the Steelers as a dance partner in the Ra- team. Ravens, 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 Ravens. Sorry, that's again. The that's brown a, waters. That's, that's not good the play we, that is coming, not the play we call. We're coming oh. to the end. The yeah. brown water's flowing. That's the brown the bottles, water. The bottles sank down a little yeah. bit. Wife's <laughs> pick of the week. Jess, 67% on the year. Over in the Bills and Jags, plus 48 and a half. I like the Steelers. Uh, you know, get your bets in right away before the lines change. But then again. Actually, no, wait. Wait. Like, yeah. like that line worked pre-COVID, but who knows Who's going to sneeze in a locker room in the next 24 hours and what it's going to look like, boys? Be patient. There's no bonus points for getting your action in early. Right. Wait yeah, surf your lines. Right. Surf your lines, do your thing. Thanks again for listening, boys. Thanks for letting the freshmen come in and hey, fuck it up too thanks, No, thank you, man. Well, we appreciate you. We re- coming, really keeping us in line, you. driving the ship tonight. Uh, maybe next week. Yeah, I'll yeah, be back, back next week. Unless yeah, let's do it again next week. Producer Rick gets back. We'll love I like it. Same <laughs> bat channel, same bat, same <laughs> biscuit cave. Yeah. Hi, boys. Brown water. How's Biscuit. it go? What's Scared that money, don't make money. Let's go.